Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 313. Larry here. And Anthony here. And what is going on, sir? How are you? I'm doing okay. It's February. February. Yeah, you're right. It's always it always spelt weird. Almost like Wednesday. Yes, yes. Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> Wed NES day. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> I do. Um, so what's what's going on, good sir? Uh I don't know. What is going on? Another What's week it? has gone by. The first month of the year is over, which is weird. Yeah. Um yeah. kind of just kind of flew by. Um <laughs> and uh not much has changed. There we go. That that sounds like it. Except um, it's cold. It, oh my gosh. It, oh yeah, that's right. Welcome back to New York. Yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not happy about it. I mean you I'm made not happy it, about it. You made it through the holidays with very good weather. But when and, it was literal single digits this past weekend. Yes. Now I'm being punished. Okay. I'm being punished for getting through the holidays. You know what else? I'm being punished with glare. Do you see all this glare behind me? <laughs> I am unhappy. What? <laughs> I am unhappy with this glare. Uh-oh. All right. I feel an edit coming soon. So, um, but in the meantime, while Anthony... Oh, there you go. That solved that problem. There we go. Done. Easy. Problem solved. Easy. See, easy. we're not... And we're not, we're not going to... We're not going to go back and edit. This is how yeah. we roll. I like, like it. Doesn't look good live. We fix it. I'm cool with that. Trust yes. me. Wait till I start dropping f bombs. No, 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 no f bombs. This is a family show. <laughs> Although fa- fa- to us, family might be the f bomb. Well, <laughs> it is an interesting f word. That's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we'll get kind of right into things here uh, this week. Got a lot of cool stuff uh, to talk about. Some of which um, I just kind of want to give a quick update on my end. Um, a couple weeks ago, I did uh, that uh, Etsy video, uh, you know, solo episode I yes. did. Um, and it was really cool. Gave some great shout outs. And I just want to give just one more shout out because just how good of a seller that they are. Uh, very, very um, customer friendly, customer oriented, much better than GameStop's customer service, which mm. we've talked about in the past. Oh, yes, we have. God help me trying to cancel an order on GameStop. Oh, there was an error. I'm sorry. And literally, although some of those errors can make you get, you know, <laughs> two no. of these guys. This, this, <laughs> well, this not the Mario true. one, the Zelda one. The Zelda one. No, I'm not going to get multiples of that. But yeah, how, uh, my, how come my errors always wind up in my benefit and yours don't? <laughs> that's the story of my life. So, uh, but uh, that's again for a different topic. But mm-hmm. shout out again, Etsy, Bitter Kitten Gaming. She has some cool pro- projects that she do. Uh, that she do. That she um, do. That again, a lot of it is like with the wall mounts that I showed with the minis. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to her because she has a couple of controller mounts as well. And I'm like, uh, you know, do you have any controller mounts? Do I have it with me? No, I moved it already. Uh, controller mounts for the Hyperkin NES controllers. Now, the reason why I asked specifically is the Hyperkin, again, I I thought I had one over here, but I don't. The Hyperkin NES controller, same Mm. dimensions as an old school NES controller, don't get me wrong, but just for aesthetic purposes, like the bottom corners are like cut out almost, or they they cut in on the controller. I mean, anyone can use Google search. So, you know, for 3D printing, it would kind of throw it off. So she was like, hey, look, you know, um, you know, I need the dimensions. I just don't have a controller. So I'm like, look, I'm more than happy to send you mine. I, I don't care, you know, because it would be kind of cool. And she can make this for other people. So she goes, all right, let's do that. Um, you know, I, ha- I happen to have the shipping address from the prior order, um, you know, her return address. And she was cool with it. But then I thought to myself, you know what? I actually need a second NES controller anyway. Okay. So instead of going out and like trying like spending all this money because UPS and 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 the post office is kind of fairly pricey to ship, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to order another controller on Amazon and send it, <laughs> send it her way. Um. So I'm like, wow. look, you're going to get an Amazon package from me. This is why. <laughs> so she'll get the controller. She'll okay. measure it out, and obviously she'll send it back to me. But um, I'm like, ah, two birds, one stone. <laughs> hey, that w- hey, you know what? That works. And, and you uh, 
And you're you're helping her get uh, create another product for her store. This is true because she has cool product, and I've seen other places do this. But again, I hers are, are top notch. They're controller holders, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo and Genesis is mostly what I've seen this for. Okay. But what they do is they hold the controller, but the holder goes into the system like a game, and then you put the controller on top of that, and that's like the storage. Okay. Well, so very convenient. So I'll Ooh. see if I get those, you know, I'll definitely be more than happy to show them off. But uh, yeah, it's one of the, she, she's been uh, very cool on, on Etsy. So definitely check her out to purchase some items. All right. Good to know. Yes. Um, well, actually I had a few things happen. I don't know if you want me to keep ranting here. I don't know. If, uh, if you want, you can either keep ranting or we can alternate rants. Which one do you mm-hmm. want to do? Let me do one more. Okay. And then I can catch my breath. So I got a new game uh, in the mail. I purchased mm-hmm. a new game for an old system. Uh, the box came from Italy. A buongiorno, buon cupoliano, de faccia brutte. Um, that's all the Italian I know, and I don't even know if it's Italian. So I know I know plenty of words in Italian, but I can't use them here. <laughs> uh, it's from whoa! Someone's gonna need to get glasses, and it won't be me. No, no, right. Um, Forgive me, I that's can't right. read. Oh, I studio. just got, I just got two new eyes. <laughs> <laughs> studio loading, it looks like, is the name of the company. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that. A game called Flying Arrows on the Game Boy. Uh, let me guess, side scroll shooter. Uh, no, no, it's more like a platformer, if you will. Oh, okay. With some dungeon elements to it. Very uh, cool. So very cool. Um, what I like about this one, this is one of the first that I saw. I'm not saying the first, but one of the first I saw. That is a um, independent publisher where the game is also has a it's the second game I saw that has a, a Super Game Boy border to it. Oh, cool. If you put it in Super Game Boy, a custom yeah. border comes out. Um, nice. So, yeah, it plays really cool on Game Boy, Game Boy Color and Super Game Boy. And what was really cool, because I forgot about this. The reason why I knew about the Super Game Boy mm-hmm. is it came with a secondary um, label. Uh, secondary label. Let's see if I can see that. Oh, and so I, you can put that on there if yes, you want to. And, and it's got the Super Game Boy logo on it. That's awesome. So I might, I don't know if I want to put it on there though. Yeah, because what if you commit to putting it on there, then the label underneath is forever gone. Basically, and I don't want to put it on the back. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But um, nevertheless, you could, well, you could put it on the back. That way you just have it yeah, applied. I, I could, but then I'll. And then you have both. This is true. Uh, but nevertheless, very cool. Again, I always love getting these brand new games for old yes. systems. So very cool. Flying flying arrows. Check it's a great out. little market, like new games for old systems. I'm telling you, these indep- and I'm not even going to call them homebrews anymore. They're independent publishers. Yeah. Um, and, and there's some great games out there. I mean, I definitely got a good handful of them. Um, there's that one, like a Tetris type game, uh, Dashlin, I think it's called, or Dushlin. Um, mm-hmm. One of the levels, the pieces go up. <laughs> oh wow okay yeah, it's very weird it's for the nes mm-hmm. so um but definitely uh check out if you can flying arrows on the game boy okay and that's it on new stuff gaming related so that's ah. like a new pop vinyl and a new beer trimmer but i'll leave you uh, okay um well i do i too have a few new things that i mm-hmm. um that i purchased okay um and uh actually what's funny is i purchased them right before the podcast while I was doing my usual research. Like, you know, I always do, uh, I, I usually prepare ahead of time, unlike other people. And uh, I, I did. I like the way I do my stuff. No, I did prepare a little bit. No, 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 you did. For this week. Um, but while I was looking up, uh, while I was doing my, you know, my search for retro news and birthdays and all the things that I normally do before we have our show. Uh, I came across uh, a news article about uh, a release, uh, uh, a retro game getting a re-release, um, and it was on Limited Run Games. Okay. Um, and I lo- I saw I saw it available, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a no-brainer for me. <laughs> um, so this morning I purchased the game D. You did. I saw that recently. Yes. Yes. You did. Okay. Cool. So I bought D the game, the collector's edition. D is a it's a horror game that came out on the 3DO, mm-hmm. um, and it was the it was the almost like the prequel. Not really, even though it was the first one in the series. 
it was the uh it was the first game basically that led to the clock tower series yes yes so the characters in d like lead into clock tower mm-hmm. so um so and i've never played d because i never oh, owned I the 3- had it no oh, i never had 3d i yeah. never had a 3do so um so limited run games released d there's a 3do version mm-hmm. so you can buy the 3do version or you can buy the PC version, which is what I got. Yeah. Very because obviously cool. I want to play it. No, totally. Um, and very cool that they put out a 3DO version. Yes. You know, really like, cool. So if you want yeah. the original. Yeah. So the so I got the collector's edition. Um, it comes with the physical copy of the game with the original soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a D game slip cover. A D uh usb that also includes the game oh interesting so you get a flash drive with the game on it okay uh instruction manual and an 18 by 24 poster Ooh, what a, yeah. big, a big giant red d uh yeah basically <laughs> that's no no i'm looking at it yeah uh, no it's the cover of the game oh it's okay. the d it's the d with the face in the middle gotcha, and gotcha. so um so i thought that was really cool mm-hmm. um the 3do version was a little more expensive i would imagine yeah, and I, th- I want to say it comes with the same stuff. Oh, it, it was a little more expensive because it's a two-disc game. That's why. Oh, so okay, on, okay. Yeah, so for 3DO, it's a two-disc game. Oh, no, but it also came with a three-disc Japanese director's cut and a soundtrack. Ooh. And the soundtrack. Director's you know, cut. Soundtrack. Can you imagine what that's like? Yeah, but the other, th- uh, the, the one that I was really surprised about, uh, hold on, I'm, yeah. let me find it, is, you know how they do like these mega bundles? Oh, my gosh. Okay. They do some awesome ones. They did awesome ones for uh, uh, Star Wars and the Ninja Turtles. Yes. So there's a D. I believe there was a D. Uh, oh no, there wasn't a Mega Bundle. I, oh, there was a Mega Bundle. There was a. They do these Mega Bundles now where they're combining stuff. They're combining games because. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Yeah, yeah. because when I went on to buy D, I put it in my cart, and then up top on Limited Run, they'll give you recommendations for games. Yeah. And lo and behold, they recommended another game. And I'm like, oh, oh, I can't pass this up. <laughs> oh, did they restock Bill and Ted? No, oh, but I did search for Bill and Ted before I purchased. <laughs> I was like, I was like, did they? No. But what I what I wound up grabbing because I didn't realize that they had it available. Um, I got a switch copy of a boy in his blob. The original. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. You don't even get the original NES version. No, I don't think they had it for I NES. Could, oh no, they, no, no! I think they, they, they had keychains. No, I'm no, sorry. they had um, they had it for PS4 and five. They had it for PC. Yes. They, it might have been available. No, I I think when I looked at it, I I saw an NES and Game Boy, but I think they were keychains. They're keychains. Yeah, yes, I'm looking at it right now. They're keychains. But so, no, I think I just I think picked the. I'm sorry. I, go ahead. Go ahead. I just picked up the game. I didn't pick up any of the. Oh the yeah, that's, yeah, that's additions. Um, yeah. I does it, but is that game both the NES and the Game Boy version? Uh, it on the is, Switch. Let me confirm. <laughs> I uh, confirm nor deny. No, so you get you get a boy in his blob troubling on Blobalonia for the yeah. NES, and you get the rescue of Princess Blobette on Game Boy. So, so you, you get, both, get both. So I've never and I've never played the Game Boy one. So. Like the Bill and Ted game. Yes. So, um, yeah, but this game, I really enjoyed playing. I know you didn't like it. Um, I just couldn't. I I, I didn't put two out. and two together about the naming of the jelly bean and what they do. Yes. Like I, I back then, I didn't realize it was just a it was a rhyme scheme. Um, I, yeah. I might play differently now, but. Well, if you want to play it differently, it's available on limited run games. <laughs> And the Switch version by itself, it's not... Uh, no, they usually run like 40 bucks or something. Yeah, it was 35 bucks. I was yeah. like, okay. I was like, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, uh, and the, even the D collection wasn't that bad. I think it was 60. That's or, not bad. No, no, I'm sorry. 50. 50 for the PC. Even better. So I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, so that's what I wound up buying today. I was like, all right. Okay. All right. So I did a little shopping. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of, as well this week, um, purchased kind of an old game. So... And I've talked about this before. I want to give a shout out um, on YouTube. Uh, Patman QC, P-A-T-M-A-N, Patman QC. 
does awesome. I, I love his arcade reviews. Okay. He's very simple, very down to earth. His humor is dry enough that I find it hysterical. Um, but, and he goes into some great details about arcade games. He's done a ton of arcade games that he's reviewed. And about like every third or fourth episode, he'll, he'll, he'll review a game where I'm like, I forgot how good this arcade game is. Now I got to go find and buy it. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately he dropped like two episodes this week. So I was screwed. Um, The first episode he dropped, which I ended up going out buying was uh, the history of Gyrus. Oh, remember Gyrus Gyrus played like, imagine a hybrid of Tempest and Galaga Mm. where it go. The, 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 the ship goes around the board. Yes. All right. And, and, but it has that Galaga feel to it. Um, First thing I learned that it was pronounced Gyrus, not Gyrus, because mm-hmm. uh, that's how I've been pronouncing it for thirty something years. Well, Gy usually would give make it a soft. Key. I figured it was Gyrus. I mean Gyrus. Um, so um, Gyrus, then, gyrate. You know, <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. And then, um, and then what he does is at the end of his episodes, he always goes through the conversions, basically the home versions okay. of the game, both the bad ones and the good ones. And he came across, and he mentioned that it was re-released on the 360. And I, for years, I mean decades, I remember seeing uh, Gyrus available on 360. I just never pulled the trigger on it because I, I wasn't, I didn't, like, I didn't have good memories of the game. Mm-hmm. So then when I saw his review, I'm like, oh, I forgot how good this game is. Went back for five bucks, bought it on the 360. Nice. And it's it's very it's very simple. It's literally gyrus, and you can change almost on the whim between the original uh, arcade graphics and like enhanced graphics. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that. That's yeah. cool. A, a few games have been doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so and again, five bucks, and it plays on the Xbox Series X, like it's backwards mm-hmm. compatible. So, um, so I picked that up. I've been playing that, and I and every time I mention, it, I'm like, oh, you made me buy another game. Then he comes out. I'm like, oh, he's got a second one this week. And he reviews Gunsmoke. Oh. Uh, now, gun, now he reviewed not the, the TV show. No. <laughs> Such a good TV show. 600-something episodes. Um, So he reviewed not the NES version, but the arcade version of Gunsmoke. The NES version is very different. Now, we've talked about it in the past. Nintendo, usually for an arcade game, to come to the NES... They required, like, you had to add a couple levels and everything. Gunsmoke on the NES was almost like a complete overhaul of the arcade mm-hmm. game as far as story and stuff like this. But, again, reviewing the arcade version, I'm like, okay, now I want to get my hands on Gunsmoke, the arcade version. Come to realize, they, like, never re-released it on anything. Oh, interesting. Except for, like, a, like there was a Capcom collection on the PS2 and a playstation one japanese import collection mm-hmm. that the original arcade was on so i'm like dang it but luckily enough i did find it on the capcom arcade series volume two. Oh, okay yes but they it was weird because it's not named Gunsmoke. but when you go through the games the cabinets in the game it has the japanese version the japanese naming but then it says aka Gunsmoke. but for some oh. reason it, it doesn't give you the english rom it's only the japanese rom it's very weird well if there's a licensing thing at the time i I don't know it could be because again gunsmoke uh and Mm -hmm. fun fact gunsmoke has a period in between the two words it has to to separate from the show that's what they did that for Mm -hmm. so you're right maybe they 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 had to do it that way but nevertheless found gunsmoke on which i have on the switch and i was playing that up and i'm like ah this is awesome so Two arcade games I'm going back playing and having just a ball. That's basically why I've been playing all week. I was waiting okay. waiting for a couple of my friends to sign on to Xbox because we got uh, I downloaded um Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, gorgeous. Um so while waiting for one of their their session to end because I joined late, I'm like, all right, let me go play Gyrus. <laughs> nice. So it was pretty cool. So cool. Uh, yeah, so that's very cool. A couple games I've been playing this week. Okay. Uh, yeah, games I've been playing this week. Uh, again, um, not so much. Uh, not, nothing. Not so much in the retro vein. Uh, I did drop back into the Atari Fifty. 
recently. Oh, did you? Okay. I dropped back into Atari 50. Um, and again, when I drop back into it, it's like I play a couple of the games really quickly, but I'm I'm really enjoying the history. Oh my so, god, the history. So I feel like I'm more watching it like a documentary. So yep. and I got to the point in the history where they talk about the first Pong cabinet that was sent to a bar yes. to test. Yes. And how it broke down the first day. It's such a great story. Like I, every, I, I mean, it's one of the most well-known stories, I think, in gaming history. This has such um, a great ending to it. Yeah. And then, you know, spoiler alert for anybody who doesn't know the story. They, they sent a Pong arcade into a bar to test it. Within the first, like in the first day, the bar, the, you know, the owner of the bar calls calls them and says, "Hey, your your machine's broken. <laughs> your dumb machine broke. Yeah, your your machine broke. Get over here, pick it up. Not worth it." So then they sent somebody over um, to check it out. They open up. They you know they open it up to see what's wrong with it. The reason why it stopped working is because it was so full of quarters <laughs> that it it backed up and it couldn't accept any more quarters. So it it. The machine wasn't broken. It was just full. It was making money. Handle it was making fist. so yeah. much money so quickly that yeah, it couldn't hold all the quarters. So it's just it's just a great story, and you hear it from like the you hear the story from like the, yeah. some of the creators and the original people who were around for it. So it's actually kind of cool. Um, so dropped into that for a little bit. Uh, you know this as well as I do, since you were there. We played some Mario Party Superstars this week on Switch. <laughs> We did, and I forgot to mention we played what Thursday yeah. last night. I couldn't get it last night from one recording. I couldn't get yeah. any sleep, so I went on and I played some more superstars on my own. Nice, and I tried to do online gaming, but no one else is playing it. Or at least no one was playing it at two a.m. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm like all in now. Like I'm back in on, back into on Mario Party because I almost played Mario Party one on the N sixty four expansion pack. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that's how deep I was going into it. Yeah, no, I love the Mario Party games. I've always yep. been a big fan of them. Um, I never made a jump off. I didn't really make a jump off the N sixty four. Like I never got the game. I never played the GameCube ones or the Wii ones. But you know, now on the Switch, I have both Mario Party games, um, and I, they're both they're both fun in their own right. But no, Superstars totally. is such a great callback. Oh my gosh, is it ever? And yeah. um, you know, it's funny. I don't. I think I own uh, a Wii mario party but you're right for me as well maybe mm -hmm. because we were like s solo players and that game really you can play one player don't get me wrong that is it that's a couch co-op game exactly. well that's that's a couch game yeah you want to play right. that with people yeah you're right so that's why i never purchased though i did purchase the game boy advance versions uh mm -hmm. mario party advance which is just a fun one player game uh on 3ds i bought them and i used to have and i don't know if i still have it i might have been uh, a victim to Hurricane Sandy, but I actually had it was called Mario Party E, and it took advantage of the e reader on the Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. But it was a board game, it had a board, and then you would draw cards and you would scan the cards into the into the e reader, and those were the mini games. Oh, that's kind of cool. Play with people, yeah, yeah, that was cool to have. That's kind of um, cool. I gotta see if I can find that. Yeah, but no, yeah. So yeah, we had a blast with uh, Mario Party. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Rich cheated, hundred um, percent. Yeah, we played with Rich and Jack. Rich cheated and won. <laughs> um, calling him out on that. Uh, he just, he just, I don't know if, what he did. He sweet talked Toadhead to <laughs> drop stars near him. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. But then uh, the the two games I've been focused on mostly, and they are recent games, so it's not really retro. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Marvel's Midnight Suns oh, on my PS5. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Frankie, actually, um, our, our friend Frankie, uh, I had recommended it to him a couple months ago because mm -hmm. he's like, I need a new game. I said, well, Midnight Suns looks really good. He picked it up. He's plowed through the whole thing. <laughs> um, and so I've been playing it. It's kind of, I'm trying to think of uh, another game the equivalent of, and I just keep coming up with Kingdom Heart Chain of Memories. So it's like, um, it's like strategy battles, but you have to have play cards. Okay. Okay. You know, like the cards yeah. have the actions on them. Mm -hmm. So that's how you that's how you battle. Okay. Um, so you know, and then it's a usual long Marvel story. Um, what I like about it is that it's a Marvel it's a Marvel game that's not trying to emulate the cinematic universe, okay. which is the issue I had with Avengers. Like I couldn't finish Avengers. It was just it just wasn't grabbing me at all. <laughs> this is more comic book oriented. Okay. Cool. So I'm I'm enjoying it more. Which is good. I can see that. Yeah. Um, 
but the issue I'm having with it, and this is going to be like, this was kind of the discussion I wanted to have with you today Yeah, is that because it's a, because it's what I would call, I, I don't know what you call it, like a long form game. Like it, you have to put in 20, 30 hours, whatever, like whatever number, That's, you know, yeah. it, it's a game that, you know, it's a game that's going to take a while to mm-hmm. finish. I've been having a very hard time committing to playing games like this now. And I don't know what it is. It's kind of similar to um, the issue I've had where it's like when you sit down to watch TV, do you want to watch a two and a half hour movie or do you want to watch like an episode of television? Because an episode of television is shorter. Uh, And then you wind up sitting down and binging three hours worth of TV shows anyway. So then you you could have watched the movie. Um, So like, so I go into Midnight Suns and I play like one mission for maybe, you know, so between the, the com, you know, between the story part of it where you're talking to people and the mission, it's about a half an hour. Okay. And then I need, and then I need to step back and just walk away. Hmm. It's not because the game is bad. It's just because my attention span is weird. Okay. All of a sudden mm-hmm. we'll go to the flip side of it. The other game I've been playing a lot power wash simulator, which I absolutely love. And I know you picked it up. I tried. I did. <laughs> well, I downloaded it on the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, and they released last week the Tomb Raider DLC. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, which is awesome. So it's five levels. Um, and it's like, you know, it's Lara Croft's mansion. It's her obstacle course from Tomb Raider 2. It's her um, with her G- uh, her motorcycle. Then it's mm-hmm. her Jeep. And then the hedge maze. I don't know if you remember the oh, hedge maze. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So there's the hedge maze. And then the last level is her trophy room which is really cool. Okay. But again, the whole point of Power Watch Simulator for me is like, it's just a game you can kind of play and relax. It's very, it, it just yes. feels very zen. You sit mm-hmm. back and relax. If it doesn't make you have to go to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> um, but like, that's the game I turn on where it's like, I just want to play something for like 15 or 20 minutes and then two hours go by. So I looked at like how much time I've put into Power Watch Simulator since I bought it. I think I'm somewhere up to like 37 or 38 hours into this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like <laughs> Environmentally 30... speaking, that's terrible. Yes. That's a lot so, of wasted water. Uh, yes, but but I'm cleaning things. This is true. This is so, true. So like, and this is kind of the, this is kind of the discussion I wanted to have with you because okay. it's like, like long form games versus short form. Like games that take, you know, when you start them, you're going to be putting in. Mm-hmm. A good number of hours like i almost started shining force cd this weekend but i knew if i started it that i was in for a long haul and i'm like well let me wait because i'm struggling to get through midnight suns plus i have a few other games that i started i need to go back to Mm -hmm. versus games where it's like oh like the way i play dead by daylight or fall guys all these multiplayer online games where it's like you know when you sit down a a round of gaming is going to be 15 20 minutes and then it resets and you do it over again. So it's kind of like a little more mindless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm just having like that debate with myself on like I'm fighting with myself over what to play, because I think during the pandemic, I got so used to online gaming with friends as a way to cope with, you know, yeah. being social. Mm-hmm. And it's like so hard to pull myself back from that. Not that I don't want to play with my friends, but to pull back from it. And just go back to what I was doing, which are like single player, long form games. Um, Very, very good question, because I think also how I see long versus short form games might be different than how you're seeing them. Because mm. to me, I've always been used to short form games because of the Game Boy. The Game Boy was never designed for these epic hourly long games. You know what I mean? Mm. They were designed to be short games because it was on the go play. Even the Zelda game, uh, Link's Awakening, which you know was remade on the Switch. And we all got through that pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but even that, I think, would probably be like considered a long game for the Game Boy. Um, but nowadays, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um chalk uh age into it now uh mm-hmm. you know we have jobs you know besides this we we live a life yeah um, stupid jobs <laughs> so you know we have lives uh i know for me i don't get much gaming in because my other passion besides video games is wrestling and that's on four days a week it would mm-hmm. be five but thursdays 
I haven't gotten into those shows just as much, even though I do watch them when I can. So for me, I've been playing a lot of short form games because I feel like I don't have time to play because I want to watch TV, you know, want to watch these shows. But every now and again, because there's a lot of games that I, you're right, I want to play, but I just haven't started it because I know it's going to take forever. Like, I want to play Shiny. I also have Shiny 4 CD, and mm-hmm. I want to play that. A um, couple other role-playing games to kind of get into. I just feel like I don't have the time. Yet, like, a game like Metroid Dread came out, of, and I, I was just sucked into it. So yeah. nothing was going to stop me from playing it. Yeah. So I feel like, um, for me, it's a matter of just timing. But I do lean towards shorter games just because there's a lot of other things I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And it, I think it's interesting how it can, how it's so um, uh, not uh, subjective. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I was trying to find the right word, uh, how subjective it is because like, I've also like when I've looked pa- back to the past couple of years, mm-hmm. I was so excited about final fantasy seven remake coming out mm-hmm. and it came out and I got it. Um, I got it right away, like day of. Yep, yep. I played like through four or five hours of it, mm-hmm. put it down, and didn't touch it for like six months. Yeah. And it was one of those things that I'm like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, I had been dying for that game for years. I was like, and then, you know, and then I let it sit for a while. And then one day I said, what are you doing? You've been, you waited for this game forever. Go back and finish it. And then I plowed through. And when I say it plowed through, I'm talking like, I think at the end that was, 45 hours i had to clock to finish that game that's a lot longer than i thought the game no 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 it's it was a long like final fantasy games are always long no true these days but i clocked in like 45 hours but it's just like i don't know if it's like if it's more me if the games don't suck me as well because when i picked up ghost of tsushima once i started that game i couldn't stop that's i went and i went all the way through that like i did everything I think that's the the one element that could be the same for everybody is mm-hmm. you're going to find that game that sucks you in no matter yeah. what whether yeah. it's going to be a 30 minute game or a two you know 200 hour game like mm-hmm. like I god help me if I ever saw Elden Ring I don't own it I didn't buy it but that's like <laughs> that that no. and Sky, that and Skyrim I've always oh, been true. afraid to start true because people are still know. people are still playing Skyrim for like after a decade yeah oh yeah well yeah. that's also different like you get like and people- gta 5 <laughs> you get saw game- GTA 5. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going on its fourth generation i think yeah um and then like wow but those are different those are designed to be long like i yeah. downloaded diablo 2 the 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 resurrection the remake of diablo yeah. 2 and i know because i played a ton of diablo 3 but at some point i'm like there's other things i want to do so it's a combination i think for all of us we're all going to have that one game that we're, we're that's going to suck us in no matter what. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, like you said, and I think it's going to be depending on the person. Like when we were younger, we didn't have much else. We had homework and then the rest of the night. You know what I mean? So, yep. you know, and so we would play a lot of these games. Like I said, for me, Mondays are out for me for anything. And then, you know, because I'm just going to be honest, like Raw's three hours at eight o'clock. You know, I don't want to do anything else. And I don't want to do anything to lead up to it. You know, I'm just a mm-hmm. long day at work and stuff. But um, there's definitely games that have scared me because I know they're going to take a long yeah. time. Like, I want to play some of the old Final Fantasy games. Yep. And, you know, some of these kind of role-playing games that I haven't gotten in, even new games. But uh, my best example is when I was on that Metroid run. Yes. I, I kept, went yep. through one, two, three and a half like three and a half metroid games and i i don't think i i probably averaged 12 hours for be, dread metroid 2 return of samus and metroid zero mission mm-hmm. i probably averaged 12 hours between those three games and fusion again i'm stuck and i've been to and i put it down and i stopped playing yeah which is usually the case and then i went to castlevania symphony of the night and then i wow. started going through all that yep so it almost like burnt myself out. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I enjoy short form games though more mm-hmm. because you know you're going to be able to sit down and get through it. Yeah. And like I said, because of my love of handheld gaming, 
I'm probably more used to it. That's true. Yeah, see, and I was so used to playing solo games on console. So mm-hmm. playing long games didn't bother me. Um, and me? I'm not saying they bother me. It's just that I'm no. notice, I'm, I'm yeah. just noticing my attention span for them has changed. And it's weird because it's like, you know, like I said, like I love everything Marvel. Like, you know, I'm a huge Marvel fan have been since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I even owned most of the really awful Marvel games. Like, X-Men <laughs> on the NES, which I don't recommend that anybody owns. Um, but like, you know, like I bought all of those games and those games back then were short. But, you know, yeah. and now like you have the opportunity, like with these new systems to have these big, long, epic stories. And I'm just not I'm not throwing myself into it like I used to. I think it's a com- I, I I'm going to wrap it up on my end, at least. I'm not saying you have mm-hmm. to stop, but I'm going to by saying nowadays we're in our 40s. And Oof. I think, yeah, I know, trust me. And I just think now it's just a matter of we we know that we have to manage our time. I'm not saying like we're knocking on death's door, uh, though yesterday I felt terrible. But um, I'm just saying like we, we know we have to manage our days mm-hmm. because of work, you know, stuff like that. And by the time we're done with work, you know, we're just so we're so tired. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, that it's just like, you kind of don't want to play a long game. Yeah. So no, I think, and th- that's the perfect thing. Yeah. That's so I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's age, it's work, but every once in a blue moon, you're going to find that one game that you're going to dedicate and go ahead and play. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it's a matter of, you know, again, I prefer short form, but every once in a while I will start a long form game. Um, if it just attracts me to it. Yeah. And I think I need to start switching my perspective when I do look at games I want to play and mm-hmm. start focusing on shorter games. Yeah. Like you said, once in a while doing a long, playing a long game would be great. I was like, but I think I need to space them out a little bit more. Oh, as, appo- as opposed yeah. to always going after the long game. Like just to bring it back to retro, what's the lo- in, in your memory, the longest retro game you ever played? Me, I know it's Final Fantasy VII because that I had. I remember playing that on the PS One. I put in like sixty hours in that thing. Uh, for me, it's got to be. But to be, f- I'm gonna guess. Just a guess. No, no, no. I know it, it was either Ocarina of Time or Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. It was one of them because one of them at the after you beat the game, it told you how many days you played. Yes, and it one of I forgot which one it was, but it was like ninety nine days. I don't remember the number of hours. But I do remember when I was playing those games, I put in the hours. So it wasn't like I was playing 20 minutes and then, you know, saving the game. I was playing for a while. So I'm going to say it was one of the Zelda games. After that, a very close second is going to be the Metroid games. Yeah, that makes sense. Because when I bought Dread, I wasn't expecting to be. I figured I'd play a little bit, Mm -hmm. stop it, and then pick it up like a year and a half later, like I do with a lot of these games. But that got me, you know, that got me in. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd probably like outside of um, yeah, outside of Final Fantasy VII, I would probably for myself would be it would either be like Ocarina of Time, not Link to the Past. I don't think Link to the Past would be like on the top end of time. Yeah, it's probably but, Ocarina then. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking Ocarina of Time or Shining Force. I was like literally about to say Shining I, Force. I remember that was a long haul. Shining Force didn't give me a time at the end, so I don't know. But I, I've played through it. I've played through it twice. Um, and it definitely was a long one. I wonder how long it took me for yeah. Chrono, Mario uh, Chrono Trigger as well. That I never, I never Mario RPG. One, yeah. Basically, all the RPG it's RPGs. Games. Those are the ones. Yeah, yeah. Any of the RPGs that I played growing up, those were the ones I definitely spent the most time on. Exactly. So now, it, well, the Mega Man games could count but only because how many times you die. <laughs> True. <laughs> so yes. But, but yeah, uh, but normally, like you know, after you only die, so, you die so many times, and then you put it away for a while. It's exactly. like, damn it, this game sucks. I don't like this game. Why'd I buy it? So yeah. Uh, right. Well, you know what? I think that would be a great topic as well for some of our viewers and listeners to chime in on. You yep. know, do you prefer a long game? Do you want to sit down, breathe in the storyline, and really sink your teeth into it, or do you just want to get through it real quick, satisfy a quick, uh, you know, thirst quench, and then? Mm-hmm move on forward let us know online and let us know maybe what is the longest game retro game that you've played 
And as always, where can our listeners and watchers chime in on any topics that we're talking about and maybe suggest their own to us? All right, guys, if you want to weigh in on anything, you can find us at facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast on Instagram at retro gamers podcast on Twitter at retro gamers pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at retro gamers podcast, or you can email us at email at the retro gamers.com. And trust me, Larry likes to respond to these things. I do. All right, I think it's time to get ready to wrap it up. But as always, we're going to finish with some news. Ant, what do we got? Uh, we got a lot of news. First thing, uh, first thing I want to throw out there is uh, this is a uh, this is a this isn't retro. This is current news, but I have to bring it up because um, Larry knows how much I love horror games and horror movies. Yeah, um, one of my favorite horror movie series is the Puppet Master series. Yes, um, one of the few I enjoyed watching when you guys made me watch horror. Back yes, when we when forced we you to watch up. horror. Well, well, well Ant, you know, Anthony Chu and I watched horror all the time. So, and Puppet Master was one of our favorite series. I mean, series they, I did enjoy. They're, they're not very good movies, but you know, that's why I enjoyed them. I think. Yeah, because they're not good <laughs> movies. Um, but they were a lot of fun. Um, and I found online not too long, like I found it a, a few weeks ago that they were doing this. I had no idea, but I was just every, every so often I randomly search for Puppet mm-hmm. Master stuff, <laughs> uh, and I just found out they're releasing a Puppet Master game in March, and it's and it's a multiplayer online game. Really, three, three versus one. And okay. you either take control of the human or the or the puppets or one of the puppets. Interesting. Yeah. And apparently it's got multiple modes to it. So it's not just like, you know, the goal is to, you know, for your puppet to kill the humans yeah. and vice versa. But um, but it's just really, uh, really interesting to see that that horror franchise is getting right? a game. I, I, I feel like it's a lot more work if you're a puppet. Because you know the puppets are only like they were only like six inches tall or something, right? They were yeah. Tiny. But if you watch if you watch the preview of the game, like they launch themselves. Oh, into okay. the air. It's really Fair. funny. <laughs> Fair enough. It's really funny. Um, so I just thought that was really cool. And it's of course on the heels of like there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre multiplayer game coming out. There's a Killer Clowns multiplayer oh, game coming out. One. Evil, Evil Dead came, at, came Evil, out, which Evil, is Evil Dead just released, and it's already. Right? Going to be free for gold. Uh, mm-hmm. Xbox or PlayStation? I forgot which I'm one. I'm not sure which one. One of the two is going to be gold yeah. or plus. Yeah. But Evil Dead just released, and I think it's just the Xbox version, but don't quote me on that. I didn't do enough. Evil yeah, Dead I don't remember, just yeah. released a 40-player battle royal mode. In Evil Dead? In Evil Dead, where oh, it's I'm la- in. last Deadite standing. Oh, I'm in. I mean, the So you get to play. Classic. You get to take control. Everybody takes control of a Deadite, including you can take one of the main characters in the game. <laughs> And there is a deadite version of them, and who and just last one standing. Got to be evil Ash. I mean, yeah. got to be groovy. Yeah. But uh, so uh, so yeah. So uh, just wanted to bring that up. Current okay. stuff. Now going going to the retro. Two retro birthdays to bring up this week. Oh, um, one is uh, fifteen year uh, fifteen years old. Came out in two thousand eight, and I just want to bring it up because it made me feel old. Because <laughs> Devil May Cry four is now fifteen years old. Fours that that's the one. Devil Fours, May Cry oh four God. came out fifteen years ago. When the hell did the first one come out then? Probably like oh two oh one. Yeah, first one I think came out. First one came out I think it was PS two. So oh definitely yeah. PS two. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around oh two oh three. So um so yeah so yeah Devil May Cry is Great a twenty series. year old franchise. Great, Great series. series. I, I again I I got the collection on PS four mm-hmm. on a either either or I got it really cheap on a sale or I got it for free at some point. But I loved the first one. The second one is notorious for being one of the worst sequels ever made. It was a rough one. Yep. So um, there's that. But Devil, the Devil May Cry games, for the most part, great games. Uh, yeah. um, so 15 years old for Devil May Cry 4. And then I wanted to bring this one up. I've been focusing mostly on U.S. releases. Every once in a while, I focus on like a foreign release, mm-hmm. mostly Japan. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to bring this up just because of the history around it. Um it's the 30th retro birthday of the original Castlevania being released on the Famicom in Japan. Wow, the disc system? No. Oh, the Famicom. Oh, the yes, cart- yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. So Castlevania was originally released on the Famicom disc system yes. in 87 or 86, mm-hmm. 87, like I think. Yeah. yeah. And we got it on the NES as a cartridge because mm-hmm. we didn't have a disc system for we the Nintendo. Not. In Japan, they didn't get Castlevania as a cartridge 
until like six years after the <laughs> yeah, game came weird, out on the yeah. So if you didn't have the disc system, you couldn't play Castlevania. No. <laughs> so it finally came out in 1993. So I just wanted to make a point that like Castlevania as a Famicom cartridge is only 30 years old. That's We're interesting. At, right. So the NES cartridge is like six years older. Um, and all, it's funny sometimes just uh, I'm not going to deep dive into it, but just to realize what games came out on the disc system, like Gunsmoke was on the Famicom disc system. Yep. Very, very odd. Uh, but still 30th. Yep. That's, also, that's um, yeah. um, Super Mario Brothers uh, USA yes. was on the disc system. Yes. Um, uh, USA was on disc. No, wait, I'm sorry. Super no, Mario Bros. 2. 2 was on this. Sorry, yes, Super Mario yes. Brothers 2 was on this yep. system. There too, our lost levels. Yeah, there uh, too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, I don't know if you have it in there, but uh, I know there was a, actually a birthday, unfortunately, we missed last week. Uh, we were on location, so we didn't have much in front of us. Uh, 25th anniversary last week, I want to say, of Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, interesting. Which is very interesting because that was a departure that Final Fantasy Tactics plays like Shining Force, hence yes. the tactics mode. Um, I played a little, I didn't deep dive into it, unfortunately. That I have to go back and play because mm-hmm. uh, this is my love for Shining Force. But um, yeah, no, 25 years for tactics, uh, wow. Final Fantasy. You're, yeah, you're a Shining Force snob. I am. I love, no, not a snob. No, I, I know. I'm just saying. Coke or Pepsi, my friend. Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, retro wise, I've had more. I guess I've had more experience in Shining Force than I have Final Fantasy because, like I said, I played seven and I played most of eight. I was like, and I just started playing nine on my Switch like a year ago. And again, it's one of those things where it's like I go back every once in a while, yeah. do a little, what you had to do. take a break. Yeah, remind <laughs> myself. I'd be like, where where was I? I've deleted I've deleted more saves than actually. Saves. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are my two. Those are my two right, RPGs: cool. Shining Force and uh, Final Fantasy. Excellent. Um, okay, uh, talked about um, Tomb Raider DLC on Power Wash Simulator, but the game itself now came out on the Switch. Yes, and PlayStation. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it came out on the Xbox, did it? No, I did, it, is, no, it, did. No, it did. I played because I played on the Xbox. That's right. It's on all yeah. of them. Yep. Now, which is kind of cool uh movie movie related news um super mario brothers movie yes. got a new trailer yes and which i which neither of us have watched because we, are, we we're committed we already know we're going to see the movie dunsky we don't want anything else revealed to us though yes a new trailer dropped but i caught like i think only the first 20 seconds of the trailer because okay. Uh, they had it on um, social media, and I thought that was the new one. I didn't realize it was a new, like, two-minute trailer, which yep. I'm not – you're right. Not watching. Don't want to give anything away because that's what trailers do. Yep. But Excuse me. What I Real quick, what I saw doesn't give anything away, but it was – again, it was the scene in the, um, in the Coliseum with Mario versus Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. and they show the part where Donkey Kong slamming him on the thing, but we get Seth Rogen's voice for the first mm-hmm. time now as Donkey and? Kong. So again, didn't hear much of it, but I gotta say, first of all, I don't think Seth Rogen did anything to his voice. I, it's it's Seth. It's Rogen. just Seth Rogen. It's just Seth Rogen. It sounds like which okay. for and the way Donkey Kong looks, it kind of it kind of fits. You know what okay. I mean? Like I'm not expecting him to be like <laughs> you know none of that. Yeah. But it, it sounded fun and it sounds Can like you do it's that again. Work. <laughs> there you go. It's like pass out because I'm out of oxygen. I sound like bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. Um. Mm-hmm. But he sounds, again, he sounds good. I have had no issues with any of the voices, especially Chris Pratt's. Um, So, Mm -hmm. and then there was a scene where he does get a power up. I'm not going to say which one, but he gets a power up and I'll leave it at that. Um, But yeah, no more trailer reviews on this, on this podcast until we get to the movie and then we're going to do an epic movie review. Yeah, we will do a movie review for sure. Um, But yeah, but the, uh, the poster that was released. Again, the first poster we saw, the teaser poster, looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that poster was responsible for Mario Buttgate. But um, <laughs> uh, people are complaining that he doesn't have an ass. Of all that's, things. that's what the um, internet But is the for. new poster, we get all of the characters front and center. You yep. see what everybody looks like because now they've all been revealed. Um, and and then you get you – get, it's like a, it's like a, a quadrant – of the different worlds, mm-hmm. I think that are going to be in the movie. 
Yeah, well, you definitely get the Bowser's the area. You get you get Mushroom Kingdom, and you're right. It gets very um with all of these ensemble movies. They all you need to say you know it's the Star Wars poster or it's the Avengers poster. Just yeah. to get everyone staring, looking behind them, all of you know everybody looking uh, in a different direction. Hero yeah, pose, exactly. hero pose, hero pose. Um, I love it. I love it. I'm looking for a copy. Hopefully, they're going to start selling. I mean, I'm looking for like a small one, like an eight by ten or a ten by yeah, whatever. I only. Um, but uh, if I can find a store that sells them, but this poster, I don't know which one I love more this mm-hmm. new poster or the original one, you yeah. know, because the original one had, you know, you didn't know Mario yet, what he looked like, you just saw him from behind, but there was a lot of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yet this one, like you said, it has everyone in it. So I, I'm, I don't know which one I enjoy. I enjoy them both, but I don't know which one I enjoy more. No, uh, you know, I think they're both equally great. So. I'm gonna to lean towards the first one anyway, just because it just visually okay. to me is a lot to look at. But okay, that's me. fair enough. Um, also, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie related. Now oh. we we've heard about um, product is starting to show up. Je- uh, you got you got your McDonald you got some of your McDonald's toys. I got four of the eight of them, and I don't know if McDonald's still has them. So I all right, I so you got a few myself. McDonald's toys. Jack specific uh, released some yes. images of the action figures. Um, but one thing I found online, unfortunately, we don't have it here, but Germany, oh. Germany has Super Mario Brothers movie themed pizza. Do they really? They have pizza. That is phenomenal. Frozen pizza, Germans. you know, frozen pizza that you, you know, yeah. whatever, but, but just awesome to see that there's a country out there that actually did get the rights to do like a frozen pizza. Oh. But... Not 100% sure the Germans got the rights to do it, but nevertheless, it's out there. It looks uh, le- it looks legit. I gotta um, see that. It does All look right. legit. So look look it up online. We'll I do. thought that was a lot we'll of do. fun. Uh, another thing movie related um, to bring up was um, Detective Pikachu. Remember Detective Pikachu? I love that movie. And I thought me, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That movie proved that you can have a video game movie where you just pull the characters straight out of the video game and mm-hmm. you can put them in the real world and not have to make them lifelike or something like yep. that well it worked oh, for pokemon God, go movie. too so no it worked no game. no it worked for you're right but it, you know if it was with detective pikachu i honestly don't think we would have gotten the redesigned sonic and true. um you know some of the other ones that we got later on yep. so true well now um it's been quiet like since detective pikachu came out there were talks early on about a sequel and oh, nothing's I, I been imagine nothing, that movie nothing, money Right, but recently it's been discovered that uh, not discovered, but um, there've been uh, people looking uh, talks Talks. about it that the Pokemon Company still has a sequel to it in active development. So there's still an opportunity that we'll get a sequel to Detective Pikachu. That'd be cool. Which is I mean, there was there wasn't a sequel game. It'd be kind of cool if they actually went the way of the traditional Pokemon movies, Mm -hmm. but like they actually had to go out and like go on an adventure or something. Team Rocket. Would be awesome and stuff like that. Or I mean, I'm yeah. dating myself with Team Team Rocket, but yes, um, yeah, no, I'm. I, Actually, you I, dated you dated us earlier when you said our age, our age range. That is, so that is true too. it's all good. <laughs> um, moving on to other news, uh, Super Nintendo World has, uh, you know, is uh, a hair's breadth away of officially opening. Yes, in, at Universal Studios Hollywood, but they've been doing previews and soft openings with the, mm-hmm. which they call them now uh where you'll go like people will go to the park and find out oh it's open for us to go in there's been a bit of a backlash i don't know if you've heard about this why there's been a bit of a backlash about the main attraction oh. in the land which is the mario kart ride okay and the issue is there is a waistline limit i saw this yeah. Of 40 inches. Now, a lot of people are complaining because they're going to the park, they want to get on the ride, and they don't fit. Okay. Can I speak on behalf of the obese? <laughs> of the, of okay. the over 40s? Yeah, no, 100%. Okay. Look, I'm not, sure. I'm not skinny, all right? I'm definitely mm-hmm. heavy. And okay. heavy also means unhealthy, but that's another subject for another time. Again, this is kind of at another podcast. No, totally as well. But what I'm saying is, look, A, you know, they have height requirements for a reason. So they're mm-hmm. going to have to have width requirements for a reason. And to me, 
it's just another reason to get this country into more of a health conscious situation. You know, look again, I'm heavy. I'm fat. That's not beautiful. I'm I'm saying that I'm heavy. I can say that. You can't say that. I can. No, I can't say it. um, Sorry. No. (laughs) So to me, (laughs) Hey, look, it's my fault. I can't fit my fat ass into that cart. Okay. No one else's fault. Well, even though I do have four McDonald's toys sitting here. Right. But you also, but you have to put it in, you have to put it in perspective that people are paying money to go into the park. They're expecting to be able to get on rides. Hold on. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I understand the argument, but I also, but again, to that point, rides can only be so accommodating because once they're made, that's it. Like the Harry Potter ride has had similar issues. Mm -hmm. The The ride in Hogwarts. So they have a car outside the ride line so oh. you can they have a they have a they have yeah, a car yeah, outside yeah, the ride yeah. line so you yeah. can try and see if you fit in it and they have the and they have the same thing for the mario kart ride there is there is a cart outside to test if you can fit in there i thought you were going to tell me harry potter had a special fat cart <laughs> for for heavy no. i swear no i'm like all right i'll get in that one that one's no. halfway down the, the thing no they have uh, uh, no, they, right. they, they do, they do have they do have like yeah, so it's a thing, but it's becoming a thing. I know because everything's a thing. So. Everything's a thing. So uh, I'm looking forward to the lawsuit. There, there uh, will, you know, there'll be one. You no, know, of course there will be. It, it's yes, and yeah, whatever. And, you know. and and speaking of lawsuits, as I roll into my next bit of news, um, Nintendo apparently somebody sued Nintendo because of the dreaded Joy-Con drift on their uh, Switch controllers. Mm-hmm. So well, was to, it Jack? Because he had trouble might, with that this it, week. It should be Jack. <laughs> Nintendo. So they went to court, and lo and behold, Nintendo won the court case. <laughs> Nintendo is Teflon. I'm telling you. Well, here's the thing. What they did was, you know, those user agreements that nobody reads. <laughs> you you can't scroll the Apple ones. No, no. You yeah. just scroll all the way down and hit accept. Yep. They literally brought their user agreement into court and said. <laughs> If you read this line in the user agreement that the you know that the uh, that the plaintiff agreed to, and the in in the user agreement it says, we limit our law. Li- I'm reading it now. Yeah. Straight out in their license agreement, we limit our liability and disclaim warranties to the greatest extent permitted by law, and the system is provided on an as-is basis without warranty of any kind. Which means, if it breaks, not our problem. Well, now granted, they, they give you they give you a one year warranty to begin with, but after do. that, but after that, because I had Joy-Con drift in the beginning, like after a month, yeah, and I had to send my, I they made me send my entire switch in, not I just the Joy Cons, the, the whole thing, the, the toothbrush thing, yeah, yep, I, I, I sent the I sent the whole thing in, and I got it back with a fixed Joy Con, um, but anyway, the. Well, guys, I mean, guys, who's Nintendo? Nintendo's like, nope. Nintendo's phenomenal. That is awesome. Nope. Um, side note: If you want to watch a funny South Park episode about those user agreements, mm-hmm. watch the one I did. And the the human sent iPad. Oh my god! It's yes, scary. it's it's amazing. Oh my god! Uh, but to go back to this with Nintendo, if you read into it a little bit further, that EU um, EULA, I think it's called End User License Agreement. Or yes. Yeah. Also says in there. You cannot sue. You can go to arbitration, which is different than a lawsuit. Yes. Arbitration, team A, team B comes in. They make their arguments. And you Mm -hmm. got an impartial person who decides for them. And then that's it. But you cannot sue. So that was also another thing. Nintendo's like, yeah, pal, have a good day. Kick rocks. Yeah. You know, we'll see you in Arb. Um, So, but Nintendo, man, they they got this thing down pat. Oh, no, they they definitely do. No question about that. Yep. Uh, moving on. Um, E3. You're Expo. gonna sue us because you're wearing that Zelda shirt. That's very true. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll just put the I'll do the pixelated thing. Zoda. <laughs> but, like all of our shirts. Oh yeah, I'll just take out. I'll just take out the A. Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda, everybody. Um, E3. E3 Expo yes. is coming back for the first time in person. For the in four years, cannot wait. Yeah, well, you may not only may you want to wait, you may want to skip it 
<laughs> because Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo have all said they are not going. That is interesting. Yeah. Well, you know what? In today's day and age... Well, they give their own... Like, well, Nintendo does their own... Um, what do they call them? Uh, the, the, uh, wow. Nintendo Directs. They have their Nintendo Directs. Which I forgot then, as well, too. Yeah. And then Sony does theirs, their version Which of that. they started doing. Yeah. Right. And then I don't think Microsoft does it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they well, do. Well, Nintendo started doing it even before the pandemic. And then mm-hmm. Xbox and Sony had no choice because of the pandemic. But right. Xbox always had the biggest presentation. Their yes. stage shows were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but go ahead. So no, no, no. Good. Oh, I was just going to say, in today's day and age, I feel like those three, you know, again, bet, I the one of the few things I learned from the pandemic is I would rather watch a presentation or an award show with no audience. Because mm-hmm. you don't get the delays and the clapping. You don't get the, you know, right. this, that, and the other thing. You don't it get just someone goes up through. And slapping someone on stage. You know, yeah. you just go through and you do it. Um, so I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but definitely, if you're going to go in person, you do miss out on a lot of like the but demo. don't you want an audience when you get somebody like Al Pacino to present? hoo Why am I here? Uh, no, yes, that was very interesting when he when he sent and very and very strange. Well, not only that, remember there was a live tech demo one time with Windows yep. and it crashed. So yes. you know, and um, was I think The Rock did a the Xbox debut or Xbox 360 and it wouldn't boot up. So yep. they, there's been some wild stuff live on stage. Very true. All good. All right. So E3, that's the update there. Okay. Um, very interesting. Uh, one of those weird modders have online has done something in to um zelda link to the past no somebody has successfully reverse engineered the legend of zelda a link to the past oh so that it can be played um it can be played as a as a rom and apparently there was an issue with it before i'm not exactly sure the when we get into the modding stuff i always get a little confused yeah no but this was this was this was a news thing that i want that was just available so i just wanted to throw it out there a plumber comes knocking on your door yeah uh and then the last two things i wanted to throw out there uh well three actually one another modder figured out that you can use your switch joy con as a replacement sensor bar for your wii really yeah if you download if there's something you need to download oh. by using game builder garage you can set up your joy con as a wii sensor bar so if your wii sensor this... bar is broken <laughs> you, you should you do some modding not the weirdest replacement for a wii sensor bar you know what no. else you can also use what um tea candles you know those tiny candles yes I swear I saw someone online set up two tiny tea candles. No, no, that's not acceptable. And it worked. No, and it worked. Because all it is is just the light bouncing off the, the Wii remote. That's all it that's is. That's just that's just so. weird. All right. So last two things. Um, one is uh Jan- we were talking about Final Fantasy earlier. Yes. January 31st, 1997 was the day Final Fantasy VII came out. So January 31st okay. was the 36th anniversary, basically. One that you celebrate, um, yeah. One that you celebrate, but um, Japan announced last week on January 31st that January 31st will forever be known now as Final Fantasy VII Day. That's it's an official day, a decree, a decree celebration day in Japan, kind of similar to how uh, this past Friday, uh, which was what February 3rd, was National Carrot Cake Day, yes. like, like. Japan is declaring like video game franchises and things like that as national like national days. <laughs> we in the U.S. after talking about the Mario Kart uh, yeah. f- waistline issue, we decree that food deserves a <laughs> holiday. Uh, it does, yes, it so, does. But anyway, January thirty first is now officially Final Fantasy Seven Day in Japan. Well, imagine that. All right, we have a holiday tomorrow. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the Final Fantasy to, to come around and, and leave a disc in my system to play. Yep. Um, and then to close out, um, they've been doing a 35th anniversary celebration of Final Fantasy for almost a year now. I feel like, like yeah, for a while, yeah. Yeah, because it was to celebrate the 35th of yep. Part 7, and now that's ending. But um, they are doing, and I don't know if they've been doing it for a while, or if this is new, because it looks like it's new to me. But there is a 35th anniversary Final Fantasy concert 
going on tour. Okay. Um, and so if you're interested in hearing some of the most iconic Final Fantasy music live in concert, you can go check out um you can go check out uh ffdistantworlds.com. Okay. So Final, Fa- Final Fantasy Distant Worlds. Um, and they're going all over the place. Like, like they're they're gonna be they're gonna be here in the US, France, Netherlands, um Canada. I'm waiting for a I'm waiting for a New York date. Well, we'd missed the New York dates. They were in January. Ah, uh, didn't saw. you go to one out in out in California? I went to um I went to uh the was it the 20? Was it wait, which one did I go to? It was a Final Fantasy one though, right? I think it was I don't know if it was Final Fantasy or Zelda. I thought it was Zelda. Oh, I think, it was Zelda. Zelda, I think it was Zelda for the 30th, maybe, maybe. 30th or 25th. Um, but I did go to a Zelda one. Okay. So, um, so, um, yeah, so they've been touring, I guess, since November. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested, take a look and see what dates they have coming up. Uh, we missed that one, I guess, a few months ago, or we mentioned it and I forgot. <laughs> um, and uh, that'll wrap it up for retro news all right i think that'll wrap it up for this episode as well yes um and one more time where can they find us you guys can find us on facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast on instagram at retro gamers podcast on twitter at retro gamers pod you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts you can watch us on youtube at retro gamers podcast or you can email us at email at the retro gamers.com and if you do any of those things make sure to like and subscribe Share, share, share as well. Sharing is uh, sharing is caring. Turn back time. You know, be uh, a care bear. <laughs> Except grumpy bear. That's mine. <laughs> All right. And have a wonderful week. You have a great week as well. And we will catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast.